It's like, what are people doing on our website and how can we get them to engage longer? Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 15, all about the three metrics you should be watching in your Google Analytics account. So first things first, Abby, do we have Google Analytics set up for us? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) This is actually one of the very first things we do for every single one of our SEO clients for sure. Every once in a while, um, from a social perspective, we really do want those analytics. So we will help some of our social clients set things up as long as they have a website that we can do that for. Um, but one thing to know, um, if you don't have a Google Analytics account, definitely sign up for one. It's completely free. Uh, there's no harm in doing it. And the big thing is that if you don't have a Google account right now, you're not capturing any data. So you will never get past data, only forward data from when you start setting up your account. So every day you don't have it set up, you're just missing a lot of information you can get on your website. And if you do have a Google Analytics account, go ahead and take a peek at what type of Google Analytics account you have. Because if you see a little UA next to the code of your um, Google Analytics, you are on the Universal Analytics account. And this will actually stop tracking new data as of July 1st, 2023, which sounds like a really long ways away, but time can move super fast and we can all forget about it. So um, definitely go in and upgrade to the next version, which is called GA4. And when you go into your Google Analytics account and you click on the little settings wheel in the lower left-hand corner, you will automatically see a pop, a blue pop-up at the very top of your screen that is Google Analytics telling you to upgrade your account and they'll walk you through the process. Super easy. Um, the format just looks a little bit different, but the methodology behind it is a lot more uh, new school now. So it's just better tracking, better measurements for your business. So I definitely recommend making sure that's upgraded. And one thing to keep in mind is not all website platforms allow this yet. So make sure you Google whether you're, I know Shopify, um, show it, do. I am not sure about Squarespace. It might've been a recent update, but just make sure you Google it real quick just to make sure that your new, your website platform uh, allows it. And my guess is that since Google put this deadline out there, there no matter what, um, these website platforms, at least the really big ones, are going to make sure that they comply and they have a way for you to use the new account. So once you're all set up here, then what is it that you should be tracking monthly or at the very least quarterly? 
Good question. So there's a lot. When you first get into your Google Analytics account, you will most likely feel overwhelmed. Most people set it up and they just forget it because it can feel super overwhelming. So what we're going to do for you is if you go to the show notes after you're done listening or while you're listening, wherever you're listening, please don't do it if you're in the car, but um, we will give you the exact layout of where to go uh, within Google Analytics to identify these three little um, points that we like to look at. So the first one is audience. This is kind of obvious. We've talked about this a lot in the podcast as of recently about understanding who your audience is. And you can actually know for certain exactly who your audience is that is visiting your website. So you can understand who they are. Are they male, female? Are they, um, what age groups are they? Where are they located? What are their interests? This stuff can get really nitty gritty. And it's, there's a lot of really interesting information in there that you can find out about who your audience is. And the big thing to understand with this is does this person that you're seeing in your Google Analytics, do they match who you feel like your ideal audience or your niche is? Every once in a while, you're going to get some other people attracting to your website and that's okay. But overall, your audience on your website should align with who you want your ideal audience to be in the real world and who you want your clients and customers to be. And if it doesn't, then this is your opportunity to consider creating different content. You need to make sure that your content is driving in the right types of people. So this could be the blogs that you're creating. This could be the keywords that you're using on your website that people are searching for on Google. There's a lot of different things that people, um, that your website has that could be deterring the wrong people or bringing in the right people. That's very, very interesting. So uh, we can learn about the demographic of who are visiting our website. What else can we learn in Google Analytics? It's kind of endless, which is why everyone just pops out of there because they're (laughs) super scared of it. A little overwhelmed. Uh, A little overwhelmed. So that's why we're just giving you three. Okay. We're just giving you three. You can understand these three things very easily and you will feel a lot better about understanding who is visiting your website and then how they're visiting your website. So behavior is the next thing that you can understand. So when people come to your website, what are they engaging with the most? What are your top performing pages? And what are your top performing blog posts? What are your top performing products? What are your top performing categories? You can truly understand where you are getting the most views and the deepest engagement. So understanding the how long people are hanging out on your page can be super important to tell you whether your content is right or wrong. So you should use this as a guide to create more content like it moving forward. So the last one that we, of the three, so, so far we have audience behavior, and then the last one is acquisition. So this is our nerdy SEO selves. This is our favorite spot to go. We go here all the time. So this is how people are finding you. So I know we are all curious how people find us. And typically you have a little form on your website that says, how did you come to our website? And they'll tell you, you know, I found you on Instagram or I found you through your email list or a free resource on Pinterest, whatever it may be. A lot of times 
if you have a good SEO strategy, you might see people say, I just searched on Google and I found you. And those are like, we That's cheer. That's the best answer ever. <laughs> it is. It's the best answer ever. You feel so good about that. Um, so this tool and this other report in Google Analytics can give you the ratio breakdown of how people are finding you. And there really isn't a right or wrong answer. Um, it's not like, oh, you should have 20% of people coming from social, 30% coming from search. Like there is no right breakdown. It really matters based on your goals for your business. What is the biggest priority for you? If the biggest priority for you is to be higher ranking on Google and for people to find you searching for very specific problems, then organic search is your goal. If you are always hanging out in social media, social media should be a huge referral for you. If referrals is another category, if referrals is a goal for you, this likely means that you have an influencer campaign where your website is linked on other campaigns and that is a huge goal of how you want to drive traffic, then your referral number will be really high. Or direct traffic. Say you have a subscription or a membership where you want people, not new audience members, but current or old audience members coming back time and time again directly to your website, then this number might be a lot higher. So it really just kind of depends on the types of content you're creating, where you want to spend your time, because ideally you should have a good ratio across all of these. Um, you should see a good mix or a healthy mix of people coming in from all different areas. Okay, so what else should we still be considering? So those are really the three things that there's so many other things you can look at, but to keep things simple and to not feel overwhelmed and to make you not want to hit the back button every time you go into Google Anal Analytics, those three things are the things that you should just focus on looking at consistently. The more you look at it, the more familiar you're going to get with the layout and kind of what's going on and the more excited you'll be to see how things change over time. So what else you should be considering is there's a little section in your reports that's also called technology. This can help you understand how people are viewing your website. What devices are they using? Are they viewing you on mobile versus desktop? You can even see screen resolution. So you can understand, are people looking at you on the really, really big screens or the really small ones? And are your images optimized to handle this? Um, what type of device? So Android versus iPhone. This is something that was a huge deciding factor for us when we first launched our podcast because we didn't know what platforms we wanted to be on. Um, we figured we should be on all of them, but it was like, okay, let's understand where our audience is. Are they mostly using Apple? Are they mostly using Google? Are they mostly using Spotify? Like, let's figure it out. So looking here, we can help understand, okay, do people have Android or iPhones and which one should we be, which one should we be catering to most when it comes to our show notes and our website? We should probably prioritize Apple because 60 to 70% of our audience lives in Apple, even though we have Google phones. So like in our brains, we always go to Google, Google first. So it's just interesting and it's a good like grounding exercise to understand what your audience is using. Is bounce rate still an important metric? So this is something that the new Google Analytics kind of did away from. And I actually really love it because bounce rate is actually like a really negative thing. It's like, how high is your bounce rate? This just means our pe people are coming to your website and immediately leaving, meaning they didn't mean to click on that link or your website wasn't what they wanted it to be. 
Um, but it means they didn't spend any time there. They just immediately exited out. And we don't want that to happen because that's not the goal. However, a lot of times that could be an accidental click and then that's affecting your website and it's not really giving you any true information. So this is positioned now in the new Google Analytics as engagement. It's all a part of the engagement overview. So you'll see things like number of visitors, average engagement time, and engagement rate, but you will not see bounce rate. So we're shifting our mindset to understand how long are people engaging on our site? Is it one minute? Is it two minutes? Is it 40 minutes? Like what are people doing on our website and how can we get them to engage longer? So what are some ways that we can do this? (laughs) There are a lot of ways we can do this through things like internal links. So this is something um, where you're linking to other pieces of content that are related. So every blog post that you create or new piece of content that you create, you should always be directing them somewhere else to something similar. So every time you write a blog, if we're writing a blog all about this, all about Google Analytics, we have a few other blog posts about our favorite Google tools and um, how to optimize your Google My Business profile that we could naturally link into that blog post that would be related to the content that we're serving. So it gets someone to stay engaged with your website even longer, and that's really the goal. And then um, a few other ways to do that are to make sure that the content is actually something that people are searching for. So a lot of times we create content that we think people need, but we don't know for sure. So you're not using a keyword um, research tool to better understand what are people searching for and how are they searching for it. Maybe the idea of the content you have is right, but what people are specifically searching for isn't resonating with what you're creating. And then the last thing you can do is create shorter, more skim-worthy paragraphs with lots of headlines. Because in general, we are lazy. Like everyone is just lazy and we don't want to read a novel. We don't have time to read a novel. We want to skim. We want to get to the point that we want to understand. And the more skim worthy content you create, the longer they're actually going to hang out and read. So it kind of seems like opposite. Like, oh, if we create quick skim worthy paragraphs, they're not going to hang out as long. But that's actually the opposite because If you land on a website where it's just paragraph, heavy paragraph after heavy paragraph, you're not even going to start reading. So at least with skim-worthy content, you're going to start reading and you're typically going to stay longer than you would otherwise. So goal moving forward, forget about bounce rate um, or think about it less at least and try to focus on increasing engagement and rather than that, like focus on people not hitting that X button on your website. Let's get them to stay longer. So Google Analytics is a super amazing tool, and even when I pop in there, I get a little overwhelmed, but it is fun to look at, especially like all the graphs and numbers and where people are coming from and who they are. But are there any other tools that you would suggest other than just Google Analytics? Yes. So the other tool from a Google standpoint that we really suggest is Google Search Console. So Google Analytics, how we explain this is Google Analytics tells you everything that's happening on your website. How is your website performing and how are people coming to your website? But if you want to better understand how you are performing on Google, that is Google Search Console. 
So Google Search Console connects with your domain and that will tell you what keywords are indexing on Google, how many impressions you're getting for those keywords, and if people are clicking on those keywords to go to your website. So this information is so powerful for content creation because we can all of a sudden understand like, wow, this blog post is really taking off. We should create more content like it. Um, the more clicks and views you get on content like that, and then if you create related content, Google will understand that those, con those pieces of content are re related and can sometimes pass through authority, helping that new piece of content rank higher quicker. So it's kind of really important to use that as part of your content strategy. And the best part is that it is completely free. So um, those are just some of our tools that we're always, it's super long-winded to talk about this, but in reality, whenever we work with our SEO clients, it takes 15 minutes for us on a call with them to set them up with all of these tools. It's super quick to set up. And even if you're not ready to dive into the data, just set them up set them up and move on because at least the data is there so that when you are ready to dig into it, you have it tracking the information for you. And if you are really struggling with this and can't um, think about like how to do this yourself, need someone to walk you through these tools, help you set these up, these tools, help you set up these tools, we can do that with you too. So we um, kind of created strategy sessions for this reason so that we can just spend an hour with our clients just to walk them through things like this like let's get all these tools set up for you let's help you feel good about what these tools are doing for your business so that you know where to go and how to understand them if you liked this episode please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every monday plus if you haven't already please leave us a review and you will be entered for a chance to win a box of duo's favorite things at the end of every month, we'll be doing a drawing and the winner will receive a box of goodies. See you next week.